Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Okay, it's not a Jordan Years Bulls Knicks matchup today at the United Center, but it is still compelling because the Bulls are back. They're hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. And we are here in Indiana. We are here to talk about it. Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander, for the next couple hours here on ESPN 1000. I'm just looking at the the, the, um, standings. Four games separate the top six seeds in the East. I haven't been this Bulls excited in. I don't well, know, it's been a long time, several decades, and, and we didn't know, and we didn't know we were going to get here so soon. And certainly, they've gone on a recent skid, which is understandable. You know, you're missing some players, and uh, that th- skid still has them at the top of the conference. No, yeah, right, right. They are not too far away. Nice game in Indiana the other day, so very exciting. Especially when the Bears aren't playing in the postseason, the Hawks are a mess, and there's no spring training, and there's no spring training, <laughs> which we're going to talk to you about. Not that you have any breaking news. But you know what? Look, we're frustrated, and the fan in you must be frustrated. Well, yeah, I mean, we're a week away from what should be sort of the we right. We should be excited. It, 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 right it, it, baseball's all about the rhythm of the season, and the, mm. it starts with spring. Even as a reporter, I, I look forward to spring training and just sort of the rhythm of those four to six weeks there. And then you pick up the regular season. The Obviously, the weather changes. You know, all that stuff. That's yep. part of baseball. Yeah. It's just the rhythm of it all. It throws you off. If and, you're and really a off. baseball fan, it throws you off in the year. Yeah, but and it throws them off, too. Let's put that aside yeah, for a moment. We only have we two will. hours to talk here on a Sunday morning. Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander, 312-332-3776 is the phone number. Bulls and Sixers later today. I want to get into the whole Bulls sort of um, fan psychology. If, I don't know if that's the right word, but right phrase to use. We'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. Bears... Hired another coach. Feels like they're hiring a coach every day now. It they're does. almost done. It looks like they're almost it, done. Yeah, they've got maybe one or two left. Okay, Richard Hightower was uh, hired today, special teams coordinator. So that TBA is uh, marked off the list. Now we've got uh, looks like a TBA for the running backs coach and a TBA for the tight ends coach. But I'll tell you something. They're moving quick, and it all started with the hire of Ryan Poles. Jim. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Richard Hightower. Now the special teams coordinator. He was here in 2016 as the assistant special teams coach. Okay, so now so he's, he's back. Up. And uh, Fluce, as we like to call him, you know, if you're yeah, well, yeah. Fluce. Yeah, sure. Fluce is almost done with his staff, which is just um, you know checking off one of about a hundred boxes this team has to do this off season. And obviously, uh, it's got to start somewhere. But yeah. there are a lot of needs, and uh, filling out the coaching staff is first and foremost. Uh, you know, it was really cool to see over the week and i can't remember where i saw it, but ryan poles was talking to reporters and he he really expressed um his distaste for the fact that bears players were not standing up for each other and he called out tevin jenkins doing that in that game which i can't remember what even what game it was maybe Tyler remembers real quick but tevin jumped in Right. And and he got in the face of people, and he took a you know what it was somebody on the team that hit him and kind of uh, chastised him on the field. Seeing Ryan Poles, a former OL, um, step in and say that's got to be part of the culture. That's so nice to hear. It's obvious, but it's obvious it hasn't been the case, and it's nice to hear from the GM. It is. It is. I mean, we're going to get a, a lot into the Bears. I mean, they they're just a week. Uh, you know, they've just hired these guys. It's yeah. just all still brand new for right. everyone to sort of absorb. But in fact, I was at Hallis Hall earlier in the week for the for the press conferences when um, Fluce, 
<laughs> like calling them flus. Uh, polls and, and then Justin Fields all, all spoke to the media. He was able to talk one-on-one a little bit with, with polls and, and yeah. Eberflus. Eberflus. Uh, and, uh, you know, it... it I, I'm, I'm struggling because it's the same sort of feeling we had when they hired Nagy and, and even Pace. Oh, don't they do came that to in me. with good I know. reputations. I know. John Fox came in with a good reputation. Um, even as bad as Trubisky was as a draft pick at number two, he still came in with a decent um, reputation. And when you talk to scouts, like there were things they liked about him. If he wasn't the number two pick, he was a first rounder. Right. And now he's a backup. And so it, there's just this. Weird thing that goes on up there that I, I, I related to the Cubs, having been around them, you know, for so long before they won. Being the manager and even, I guess, the GM of the Cubs is just feels different. Feels like you're 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 pushing a boulder uphill, a big boulder uphill more than most teams. Like, right. it's just different. I feel the Bears jobs, QB head coach and even GM, are in that situation. You're up against more than just the normal, hey, we got to beat the, the Lions. You're up against this negative inertia. Not only that, but the, but the damage that was caused before. I mean, you know, the, the draft, the amount of draft picks we have is very unimpressive, and that was prior regime. So they've got a lot of fixing to do, and it's you're right. It's more about just beating, beating those teams. There's a lot of steps to take to get to that point, to being – um, a trustworthy team for us fans. And if there's one thing I kind of wonder about is, uh, you know, is it going to take that much longer because you hired a first-time GM and a first-time coach who didn't really know each other? But then that's okay. I'm just saying there's no – they're hiring all these coaches from all over. We don't have any patience. They're going to probably think we've got, they, they've got to have patience within that building because it can't all come together in one year. Now, it can move quickly. Right. Look at the Bengals. Yes. It can move quickly, but you need special people for it to move quickly. And are these the special people? In a job where right. you're pushing up against all this negativity right. because of the years of losing. Again, it reminds me of the Cubs' jobs. It was just, I know. We've always heard. A special manager yeah. and a special uh, GM, right. president, and Theo and, and Joe Madden to get it done. Are and these those the guys were experienced. With resumes, yes. right. You're first-time guys, just like Nagy and Pace were first-time guys. Good resumes, good head on their shoulders, it looked like. Hell, Trestman had it. Mark Trestman had a decent reputation coming in. Not so much an uh, NFL resume right. as a head coach, but good reputation. First year was good, and then he lost the locker room. Nagy, first year's good, and slowly but surely, he and Trubisky take each other down, um, and Pace does as well. And so one of the questions I wanted to ask, 312-332-3776, thank you, is... It's a mouthful. Yes, is... And it's just a very simple question, but and, and it's splitting hairs. But between the coach and the GM, what was the most important hire to get right? And at first, I was like all over the coach because you need the coach mm-hmm. to get the best out of the uh, out of fields in this offense. But I've kind of wavered on it. It's like you heard Bill Polian on these airwaves. They have six to nine blue chippers. You need at least a dozen. Pace really messed up this roster. And I, now I'm thinking it, it, it's personnel it first and foremost. Look, look, with what, wrong, did, with, with what Pace did, what would another coach, uh, a more capable coach than Matt Nagy, been able to do? I, we can't answer that. It, it, it's something is to Is it ponder. the chicken or the egg? Right. <laughs> I think it is the GM. I think I'm very excited I with polls with the and coach. I trust the polls thing enough 
to trust everything that's coming in place. I trust polls more I than I do. Sucker. I trust polls more than I do Eberflus. I trust polls more. Right. Just off the bat, without any. We have no. And why, we have nothing. And why is it just his I, because, press conference uh, talking to no, him? And, no, and, not, okay. not, nothing like that. Just um, recommendations. The resume we have is three different um, sort of uh, front offices in Kansas City. Right. He gets promoted each time. A successful. And it's program. a pretty good program. Yeah. Yep. Now Nagy came from that program, so we have to be careful. Right. Um, it almost seems like Nagy was selling himself more than anybody else was. Selling well, maybe, him. maybe. But in it, hindsight, what polls is what? What's polls? Thirty six years old. Thirty six, thirty seven. Thirty six to sort of do what he's done. There's got to be some special ingredient in there, right? Right. And this eye for talent, the former offensive lineman, not line, a former offensive lineman who didn't go very far as a pro. So it's not like he had this name recognition. Mm-hmm. He works his way up to be the GM of the Bears at thirty six. Like there better be something special about him. Sure. Wherever Flus, I just kind of feel like he's another guy with a with a good that deserves a shot. And we'll get to it. Some recommendations, pretty heavy recommendations yeah. too. But, which but is nice. there's a lot of guys that deserve yeah. a shot that have been wearing a headset for a long time. So I feel like if someone's special among that group of new people, it's it's polls, but it could be Eberflus. I don't know. Yeah, we've got a couple phone calls to get to. Mike in uh, North Center. Mike, you're on with Jesse Rogers and Mark Xander here on ESPN 1000. How's it going, guys? Good. First time, long time. Yeah. I just had a quick suggestion. Um, I was about to say, you guys are you guys are hyping up this new GM way too much. I was just going to say, like, uh, you guys should hire uh, Jason Giambi as your uh, new head coach and uh, Mike Rutherford as your new GM. Um, I'm going to hang up and listen. I hope you guys. Wait, you get guys. Oh, oh, who do you root for? You're saying you guys. Who do you root for? Oh, I root for the, uh, for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about what's yeah. going on up there? Uh, I got a Super Bowl under my belt <laughs> and a couple uh, playoff appearances. Um. So I'm I'm chilling. How are you guys feeling? Well, we're uh, we the, the, the Super Bowl was like a decade ago. <laughs> oh, thank God. So we have a Super Bowl under our belt as well. Yeah. And the '86 Bears could have beat any of your Packer teams. So get the hell out yeah, of here. Yeah, he's out. He he knew when get to jump. Out. He knew when to jump. Okay. So I, Jason Giambi, he's an idiot. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've got uh, Matt and Streamwood. I'm, I'm confident Matt is going to bring us something really good that we could use here on ESPN 1000. Hey, Matt. Hey, Xander. Hey, Jesse. I just wanted to comment. Jesse, you are right. It is the GM. Because as you've seen with Ryan Pace, with his selections, of his limited selections, on because he always traded off and traded off picks for the first, second, and third round, that with his selections, that, that, that Matt Nagy didn't do nothing with those picks, no matter what he got, whether because he only wanted the offense. He said he didn't want to be bothered with the defense. And the one good thing that I liked about Matt Eberflus, what he said, was that he wanted to be a head coach. He didn't want to be like Matt Nagy. Oh, I didn't want to do offense. No, you're a head coach. you got to lead the men, regardless if it's offense, defense, or special teams. you got to be leader of men. Well, I don't know if Matt Nagy didn't want to do that. Eberflus is going to have a... He seemed a little more interested in offense. He said that in the first two years. Remember when he's like... Yeah. Oh, when they're, I'm not when here they're to run the eye formation. Yeah, remember when they said, oh, well, you know, your defense got you the takeaway. He's like, but we want that on offense. He's like, I don't want that. I, I want my offense to be the, win, the reason we score points. Well, regardless of how you got points, Matt Nagy, you should be happy that you got points, regardless of who's it on. 
you know, and it just it made it made no sense, you know, that why he was so worried that he only wanted to do offense, but he didn't want to be a head coach. You're the head coach. You said you can lead, regardless if it's offense, defense, or special teams. Well, All right. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I hear you. you know, they, look, uh, perception in hindsight is real easy to try to assemble. It did seem at times that he seemed more uh, you know, excited about the offense and pushing his plan that did not exactly match the the players that he was given. Well, that, that by, I agree uh, with. Ryan, Ryan yeah. Pace. And yeah. when you're a head coach, you have to you have to look at who you have and tailor it to them. You can't just force it down throats, and that's what I think happened. And he always seemed to be a little more interested in offense. That's where he came well, from. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, especially in a league that really... But when you're a head coach, is, you've, got to, you've got to lead the entire team. And I kind of get what Matt's saying. I, I kind of get what he's saying. But, I mean, you don't think Iberflus is going to have a, high, a, a bigger hand on the defensive side than the offensive side? It's just natural when that's your expertise. Well, I'm hoping he puts the right DC in. Well, I mean, yeah. well, he has. He uh, whoever uh, it's uh, Alan Williams. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll let Alan do his thing because look, when we see head coaches lead the whole team and let the offense and the defensive coordinators really kind of interact, you know, interact with the players and put the plans into place. That seems to be better than when you have a coach that wants to also be the play caller and the offensive well, guy. Yeah, but you guys are implying that he didn't talk to his defensive people or players or coaches. We don't, we don't know that about Nagy. We, we don't, we that don't. wasn't a huge reputation thing. Like, oh, my God, he never talks to the defense. We never heard that about him. We just know that he, he had didn't high, follow up with meetings. I wish he had less of a hand on the offense just because well, he was yeah, bad at absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> he turned absolutely. out to be bad at it. If they're good at it, you want their expertise. It would have been great to have a yeah. great offensive coordinator. he back up and just be, you know, and, and obviously we went back and forth with Laser calling the plays and all this. And it, yeah. Did he really call the plays? Did he not? It doesn't matter. We're moving forward. I'm excited about uh, uh, what I've heard about Luke Getze too, which was a no-name until he got hired. And we've seen people like Aaron Rodgers and others mm-hmm. speak highly of him. They all spoke highly of Pace and Nagy. Right, I, mean, I, know. I mean, I want to see one article that doesn't speak highly of somebody, highly of someone that gets we hired have to wait for a until job. They we, fail. Right, and that's what we saw. And, and I think right. if Eberflus or Poles were listening right now, they'd have no problem with us saying they have to show it. Yeah. They have to show it. There's, Absolutely. There's no way it's okay anybody to have hope now, knows but they have for sure. to show it. After what we've been through in Chicago over the years, good resumes, bad resumes, experience, no experience, they've all failed. Good high draft picks, low draft, they've all failed to the to, to, to the highest level. Yep. I mean, there's been moments that Nagy went to the playoffs, but they've but it's all okay failed. To have hope, right, over the Jesse? Big, over Is the it long okay haul. to have hope? Yeah, just um, but they certainly have to win us over. They they have to prove it yeah. for sure. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back with more of uh, Bears talk. You want to jump in? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Bears and a lot more. We'll get back to it. It's ESPN one thousand. Jesse and Xander, ESPN 1000 on a Sunday morning. Also, you can find us on the app anytime. All the podcasts are up there, including Crosstalk on Hinge, which is hilarious, and uh, 100.3 HD2. So we've got uh, phones are cooking this morning, Jesse. Well, um, I mean, we, we've got it's a uh, new regime up at House. Yes, oh, we want to talk about it. Yeah, Q is uh, downtown. He wants to weigh in on the uh, GM or coach. Which one is uh, more important? Hey, Q, what's up? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, man. Happy I'm listening Sunday. to you guys. 
I think um, just looking at um, the the position, it's a refreshing here. But the Bears have a lot of work to do. Like Ryan Pace really, really, really messed over uh, the roster. For Poles to take over the job, it's like he got a lot to, to look forward to with revamping his roster. When you're looking at the production, you're looking at the signing at running back um, with Tariq Cohen, and they didn't get no production out of that. You're looking at the tight end, Jimmy Graham, that's $10 million there. You're looking at the, uh, Eddie Jackson, his production. You're looking at – it's a lot of things that they, they have to look at and reconsider where Poles have his hands full with revamping his roster and the production and the style that they, they want here. That's just my opinion, guys. I'm just chiming in. I'll hang up and let you guys go from there with on how the roster should be revamped or how Ryan, Ryan Pace really did the um, – you put them in a bad position yeah. on redoing the whole roster. You're no right, doubt. Q. Thanks. No doubt. Thanks, I, Q. You know, and going back to that question, it's kind of also about timing. Right now, uh, the GM is much – right now, the GM is much more important than the coach. But come September, right. the coach is going to be a lot more important in our minds. Right. Now, right. having said that, it, it's The still, GM that makes the acquisition, right. signs and, the players, puts the uh, and, and roster those, together. And those personnel that are yeah. playing in September, even mm-hmm. though we're going to be focused on the coach, right. are still the GM's responsibility. Right. But, so, you know, Q has still, a great point. I still think it's a good question it no is. matter what time of year it you is. ask it. It is. And, and we're looking overall. But Q had a great point in that Ryan Pace put us so far behind, it is not going to be a quick matter of time to dig out of this issue because of salary cap and every everything, lack of draft picks. But we did see with the Bulls, now, I mean, maybe a little apples to oranges, but they have salary cap issues. They have different things that they have to, um, to deal with. And they made a pretty good turnaround in a pretty quick fashion. Now, can we draw a straight line to the Bears? Not necessarily. However, they've got a lot of work to do, obviously, and it's just more than what seems to be on the surface. Yeah, and I'd focus on that offense. I don't care. I, I Look, if you lose 35-31, so be it. This is the NFL in 2021, 2022. You heard the word explosiveness in their press conference. You hear it from coaches all yep. the time. They don't have that on offense. They have a good foundation with a quarterback, we think, and two running backs. Right. I like that. A lot to work with there. And the quarterback who can run as well. So right. if you want to run the RPO or something, that, that could work with those three guys, Herbert, uh, Montgomery, and, and Fields. But there's a lot of other work to do. Mooney's not a number one. If Robinson's a one, he certainly wasn't last year when he played. They are, yeah, they they are really good twos. Yes. They're not Jamar Chase. Right. They're not Waddle. They're right. not... Uh, Devontae Adams, who, by the way, why don't we sign him? They're not, uh, you know, pick, pick, pick. They're not even Odell Beckham, for God's sakes, who's, right. you know, in the, maybe in the second half of his career. Right. So they need explosiveness on offense. They need an offensive line. would great if they did sign Just, Adams? What a kick in the pants. Oh, my That'd God. Be, hey, I mean, well, if you, you have never to, know. If you, look, you, look. You, you let Akeem Hicks go. You know, you, you can you know, move some salary around and put it on offense yep. and. Just let the defense whatever and develop this first that quarterback. Year. Yeah, develop that quarterback. Greg in downtown here. He wants to jump in on ESPN one thousand eight. Greg, hey, what's up, guys? That's how me on. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Right now, I'm actually at Houston because I'm a truck driver. Okay, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. I think that kid, that uh, general manager. I think that's the most important job. Uh, he was right about what he said. And just to go a little further, you can't get draft pick back that you give away. 
Right. You know, also uh, pays. You know, you can see he never did his research. How are you going to go get Trubisky when you got Mahomes or Watson out there? He should have been fired after that. Yeah, that's going to really you follow know? him for a long time. And the biggest thing is just the the actual trading up to get Trubisky one spot. It was just right. that's really going to follow him. Yep, yep. But just uh, like hopefully, that game, Kansas City came and uh, played a Mahomes put his finger out number ten. You know, because he was a tenth pick. Right. You know, well, right. well the thing that Pace left us with with is Justin Fields. If we can develop him, that, that talk about Trubisky hopefully will fade right. into the background. And we don't even right. care I about mean, the talk. We, we just we hope that we have that somebody. Because he ruined enough. Yeah. And I don't, right now, I'm really, you know, I'm not going to really take a check, uh, 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 thing that Justin Fields, because as far as you know, Justin Fields could have been confused just because of Nagy. He could have faked the injury just because he didn't want to get out there because of Nagy. Well, I'm I certainly think, confused by Nagy. I, I think yeah. we all were. We all were. Right. So getting you know, rid of Nagy in the court. A uh, running team for years, we can't run the ball for two or three years. Right. Right. So I, look, I, but, but, Greg, forget about reputations and stuff. The, the, the job of an offense is to score points. I don't care how you do it. Yeah. The job of an offense yeah. is to confuse the defense. I mean, that's what Bell, that's that's what the it's great simple. coaches do. Right. I mean, even right. with, even with secondary personnel, you can still have some success hey, if, you're, you know if, if if you can scheme it the right way. But this, he wasn't able to do that on this offense. This past season, there was a game where Belichick what he passed three times and they because, won because and they won, they won and the he game. made that yeah. adjustment because that's what that was what Nagy wasn't. Able to do? Are you kidding me? What they did in Cleveland, he should have been locked up. What they did to Fields yeah. in Cleveland, that game yeah. plan. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're rehashing stuff we know. Yeah, that goes right back yes, to research. Does. does Ryan Pacey Nagy standing next to Reza? Oh, he must be a great play caller and a great offensive guy. I think I'm hire him. Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully you know? we've moved on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Greg. Appreciate All it. All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. All right, we've got uh, Sean and Gilbert. He uh, he wants to talk about the Packers. That's He's right. worried we'll, about we'll, that. We'll, we'll entertain in. that. Yeah. Slide hey, one Sean, in. what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? All right, I'm not want to talk about the Packers. I mean, I grew up I I grew up in St. Louis, so uh, moving up here is not very fun for me. But I got to say one thing: as a Packers fan, I'm a little worried because the Bears have always been this place where good players come getting paid and then they go away. I'm worried that polls might be able to bring some people around and bring in the right uh, coaches. And next thing you know, it, you know that Chicago, the presence of Chicago, the big city, come play. And it's just going to overwhelm the, the North, and I'm going to be sitting back here for another 10 years just watching it go the other way. Well, you had your show. I mean, you <laughs> yeah, you had your run. Oh, I, I, yeah. Oh, and, hey, 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 we all want to... Yeah, I love the Packers. I've been a Packers fan since I was five years old when Brett Favre was on the team. So I don't want to see that go away. Right? Are you concerned about uh, if Aaron is going to go? Are you had enough of that? You just want to move on? I don't mind. I mean, if he goes, he's going to go. It's not a big deal. But I'm more so that roster. I mean, you have if you watch the playoffs, all they did was shut down our running game, mm-hmm. and then double cup. They they bracketed covered Devontae Adams. And we still we can't throw with anybody, you know. We got MBS who's either hurt or he doesn't know what you're going to do. They got 
uh, Lazar, who depends, you know, it's like one Sunday he goes off, the next Sunday he disappears. So it's just, they, they only have two people, and there's nothing you could do. I mean, they scored one, they, they, only, they were the only team that scored a touchdown, and they still lost in that game. Like, Sean, what number would Devontae Adams wear on the Bears? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> hey, Sean, have a good day. I don't know. All right. <laughs> have a good day. I mean, call Packer Radio. We didn't hear, we, that was yeah. about a minute too long on Packer's conversation. And I'll wait until Ryan Poles delivers the big city to these free agents. Give me a break. Chicago's been, you know. We've been the big city for a long time Plenty and have people, not had a football right, team that reflects exactly. that. So. And and I don't mind talking to the Packers right now only because they're sensing some doom. Yeah, whatever. You know? I'll believe it when I see it. Well, They seem to do pretty well. They, with what they have. Even turning but, over quarterbacks, but, they've right. done pretty well. Well, we'll see what Jordan Love's all maybe, about. Maybe he'll hey, be the next guy. And if he guy. turns out to be really, really good, that may be because of Luke Getzey. Which maybe, look, but he's no longer there. Are. So well, we'll see. Well, we could use somebody like that for Justin, obviously. Hey, I want to talk about the Bulls when we come back. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I want you to answer this question. Most excited? Several questions. Most excited you've been about the Bulls since? Now that might be easy, but fill in that blank for me. Um, what what is the, what has this Bulls team done to your household? I'm serious because you said at the beginning of the show the Blackhawks. Are full of negativity. I mean, on the ice, on, off the both, ice, both, just yeah. disaster stretch for the Blackhawks right now. People are wanting Rocky to sell the team at this point. The Bears pretty much have been a disaster, and this new regime is just taking over. We've had thirty years of frustration watching the Bears. This is their first year. Now we're going to have to have more patience for them, right? Yep. So that's there's a baseball lockout going on. The White Sox have this World Series contending team that it's on hold for the moment. But the Bulls, I feel like, have galvanized this city if you're a sports fan. They have brought people together. It's a good time. Republicans and Democrats alike. <laughs> really? Well, that's, wow, that's, I, I would like to see that. It's been amazing yeah. in my house. I've, yeah. I've mentioned this right. a few weeks ago, I think, on the air. Maybe I was just t- telling Sylvie about it. it. It's just been amazing. My daughter, I mean, she never cared. Now she's texting me, I owe, you know, bring the hot sauce. Yeah. She's asking me to t- take her to games. I'm looking for free tickets wherever I can find them. See, that just it's, it's amazing what this team has done to this city. T- two things about it. We're starving for a winner in general. But when you are a team that's lost for as long as the Bulls have, and then you produce a winner, it's always that first year. 2015 Cubs, for example. Right. The White Sox have like the last 12 months, really. This Bulls team, if the Bears ever get good, that initial moment will... It will it, it capture the city. Yes. Now, if you're good for 10 years, you get a little jaded sometimes. That's right. natural sometimes. And maybe we did even it in the Jordan years in, a little in, bit. In, yes, it did. But yeah. now, this new team with this the, these likable players led by this rookie. That's why I say led by him. I, I, I'm telling you, he's the face of the team. I mean, to a certain degree. He to is. A certain to a certain degree. degree and he is. is going to even get... He's the face of the fun of the team, yep. of the yeah. enjoyment. Chicago kid. Yes. Great story. We're going to talk about the Bulls. We'll take your calls on the Bears, but too. But fill in those yeah. blanks. What has this done to your house? Okay. It's cheered my house And up. how long has it been since yeah. you've been that excited yeah. about the Bulls? I'll tell you, I'm not, basketball is not my first love. Right. I've covered every other sport but for ESPN, but it's not Chicago my first love. Chicago team yes. is, 
is fun. Yeah. And, and what what about the timing? Because of everything else not yeah. being there, it's a great time and, to be the Bulls. And so today made me think of the Jordan era. Appointment TV today. A sun, you know, Jordan played every... If there was a Sunday afternoon to play, the Bulls were playing on it. Right. You know, if there was right. an ABC game, similar feeling. Sunday afternoon, here we are, Bulls and Sixers. Sixers right there with the Bulls, one of, you know, one of the best teams in the East. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm making my day around that. Around and it's that been a long today. time since you've done that. A long time. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back with uh, Jesse and Xander here on ESPN One Thousand. <laughs> Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander, together on ESPN 1000 in the window today on State Street, the first Midwest Bank studio. And uh, we're talking bulls. We're talking bears. Well, let's take the bears call first. Andre in the South Loop wants to jump in on this um, GM versus coach, most important thing. Overall, if you have feelings on it, 312-332-3776. Hey, Andre, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. First time, long time. Look. Um, I'm wondering about this new GM, um, and, and I I just had, I had one question again about this new GM. Um, does he take peen up the A? I'll hang up and listen. Hit the button. There you go. All right. Getting, a, getting some, it's a Sunday morning, getting some weird callers. Huh? Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever. So uh, we're going we're gonna to move from the, it's got to be those Packer fans calling in. It, yeah, it does. Look, Packers fans, you guys have a lot to worry about, be concerned about, do your own thing. You know, 312-332-3776. All right, Colin, he's in Vegas. He wants to talk Bulls because we're excited about the Bulls. I mean, Nobody else is playing right now, right? I mean, the Blackhawks are technically. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, Colin, talk about the Bulls. Good with morning, us. Jim. Good morning. Yes, Matt. Good morning. Uh, yeah, no, it, it is. It's super exciting to watch this team again. Uh, I am thrilled. I did something I hadn't done in a very long time, which was actually go on YouTube and look at highlights of the Bulls of the Bulls' current season. I haven't done that in a long that's time. Cool. That's cool. That's actually, what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know it. It, it, it's just fantastic, and I, and I was saying uh, um, to your producer that I, I was uh, the Bulls lost me when they traded Elton Brand away. I thought that was a horrible thing when they did that at the time, but I certainly got excited about the Rose teams. But I also knew who they were, and I also knew that they just didn't have the depth at that moment in time to get over the hump of LeBron and the super teams and, and Chris Bosh and, and and Wade and those guys mm-hmm. and the Celtics. To at, the, at those times, but this team, the, the, I, I see a team that's playing fundamental basketball. They make smart passes. They make they, they take the smart shot. They don't always they don't live and die by the three pointer. Yes, they take it when it's there, but no problem dumping it down low. And I I just love seeing that. And that's because that's what's turned me off about the NBA for so long was the lat, just always shooting the three. And, and just I, my point had always been that's great. That's very hard to do, but what's wrong with a good bounce pass? You know, every now and again, right, right. And, and so, so you're you're pretty thrilled about Billy Donovan because I think he's the difference maker oh, beyond AK putting that team together. 
Absolutely, absolutely. What they did is exactly what the Bears needed to still what the Bears needed to do, which you know the, the Bulls made that that fundamental, serious, actual change. Mm-hmm. They took it seriously. The Bears did it just partially took it seriously. They they they, they did it at the halfway point, but. The Bulls. Oh, I'm 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 thrilled with what AK and Billy have done. It's it's just wonderful. It, you know, I'm I'm happy to be a Bulls fan again. I can actually have a a good conversation with people about it when when I'm at work and not yeah. be like, yeah. And, and you make time yeah. for the games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now but, they unfortunately out here in Vegas they start awfully early, but I do, right. but I am able to catch them. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it, it's been fun here in Chicago and. Thanks, Cole. Uh, you know, last game's a good example. He's talking about. I mean, they were six for twenty-six from three-point land, and yet they won and scored a lot of points. One twenty-two, one fifteen right. over Indiana. Six and Caruso's for not playing our defensive key. And and uh, but how about Vooch last game? Sixteen right. of twenty-one, seventy-six percent from the field, but only took two three-pointers. That's the kind of Vooch I like. Right. Don't. Don't just because you make one or two out there. Don't sit out there the rest right. of the game. That's a good point. Stay Mix down low. Yep. That's where his strength Get is. Get him the ball down low. He's good like around the basket all the time. He, 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 does, he doesn't seem to miss anything around the basket. I mean, last game was the Vooch I want to see, not out in the perimeter. Right. We've seen that with big men. They make a couple three pointers and they think they're three point experts. Um, I think he's shooting like thirty three percent or less from three point land this year. Let's put him down low and let him work around the basket. We have those outside tools. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Yeah, they haven't really been healthy all year, right? I mean, and, there's and been, that's the there thing too. Spurts early. Zach may play. We still don't know for today. Yeah, I guess he's questionable. Yeah. Certainly, Caruso is out. Um, you know, trade deadline coming up in four days. Kind of wondering what AK's thinking. You know, if he just stays with the uh, core that he's built. Yeah, because a- we've been unhealthy, and that is. You know, that's a play of, okay, are we going to make a serious run this year? Or do we just sit back and let our people get healthy? Yeah, I'm in that camp that I I don't think they can make a huge run. I want to be pleasantly disappointed for sure. And, the play- and I, wish the, been- I wish the playoffs were next week. That's right, how excited right, I am right. for it. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I would try to trade for a big man, but I wouldn't give up anything Well, see, that's uh, a key. You cannot, you cannot give up the yeah. future. And I think, uh, I think management now seems to understand that. And if New Jersey and Milwaukee are healthy, I don't think the Bulls can beat them in a series. Right. Either one of those teams. Just starting with those teams. So if they let, can alone get, the, let alone the Heat, maybe. Right. And if they can get better without giving up too much, fine. You don't, fine. But we can't give up too much. And I don't think that that is the headspace that they're in. No, I don't either. Uh, this isn't, right, this isn't the, 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 the final piece that they're looking right. for. Right. Two years from now, maybe, even a year from now, I don't know, but I don't think we're quite there yet. But I know a lot of people want to believe it, and and they could they could prove us wrong. But I I think right. I, I don't think you can give up anything about the. But future. as a Bulls fan, you got to think. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, we don't have Caruso. How can we make that up?" I mean, so it's a natural reaction to say, "How can we do this?" But I think that they probably will stand close to you know being where they are. I think and, so, and, and not doing too much. I think so. I mean, I think they need the big a big man more than anything, someone to cover Kevin Durant, for yep. example. Yep. Not that he's that coverable, but you know, that game that he went down, Derek Jones went down, that was he was covering Durant. Mm-hmm. And then he went down and they got killed. That that's right now your best option when he's back, but um well, they, they don't Williams have that Denver. Year. Right. They yeah, don't have that defender. I said right. Denver. They don't yeah. have that defender right now. And just using Duran as an example, 
but there's other players that are going to be tough to cover. Well, if anybody can find that diamond in the rough or that uh, that person that could add to the team without giving too much away, it might be AK. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, three, so one, two, far, so good. That's yeah, for right. sure. 312-332-3776. Talking about the Bulls, how excited are you? Are they appointment TV for you? And how long have you been... Not paying attention to the Bulls, and then all of a sudden you wake up and we have a team yeah. and it's worthy of I watching. I mean, the easy answer to that is the, the Derrick Rose years. But I like I even like this team more. I don't know. I mean, before things kind of went south for Rose, um, that was a likable team. Mm-hmm. You know, Noah, Rose, mm-hmm. Tibbs mm-hmm. in his own way was likable, but, you know, in a different kind of way, a gruff kind of way. But uh, I, I think I like this team better. I think I do, too. I, I like Tibbs, but I really like Billy Donovan. He seems like the right coach at the right time. And I just the like the, the, how this team has come. That's the biggest surprise to me, how it came together so quickly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean AK doing it quickly. I'm talking about on the court, right? how quickly it, it's come together. I've mentioned this before. You, you, sometimes you see teams that takes 50, 60 games offensively right. to come together. And they've just really looked like a team offensively that's been together for, for years. Now, defensively, they they have problems at times. But offensively, I feel like, man, with guys in and out of the lineup, they just continue to produce. Right. And last year, you know, part of this core was together through the weird COVID season. They had a lot of challenges. That but not have... Io, not DeRozan. Right. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. So adding to what was there last year. It has been a pleasant surprise, and, uh, you know, again, you can't draw a direct line, but I, when I see what the Bulls were able to do in a short amount of time, given the right people at Hallis Hall, could it be possible? All kinds of fingers and toes crossed. 312-332-3776. We'll continue to talk about the Bulls if you want to jump in. You want to talk more about the Bears, what's going on there. We've got... Uh, I mean, we'll talk about. You want to talk happened. about the lockout? Is that what you yeah, want to do, Xander? Yeah, yeah you we could bore everybody hey, to death hey, with, hey, the, I'm with wearing, the lockout. I'm wearing my White Sox uh, uh, ESPN baseball shirt to try to push karma today. So I, I, to try to get somewhere, and we can mention what's going on. I, or I'm what's hosting not going uh, White Sox Weekly next Saturday, and that will be probably after they officially delay spring training. Like at some point, I want to just open up the phone lines, whether it be on this show or White Sox Weekly, Connor's off, and just let Sox fans vent because if you're old enough. They had a World Series contending team in 94, yeah. and that got derailed. Now, yeah. hopefully, worst-case scenario, just the beginning of this season is is derailed, but you still get five months of baseball or something, and, you know, the Sox still can be that. But, I mean, how do you feel? You've got this team. You want to go out to Glendale and, and watch them in spring. You want to follow them from day one, yep. and day one is not going to be the same if this thing gets delayed. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Lots to talk about. It's Jesse Rogers. It's Mark Xander, and this is ESPN 1000. This hour is brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. Tickets for the Aer Lingus College Football Classic in Dublin, Ireland are on sale now. Head to nusports.com for details. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Talking Bulls, talking Bears, talking sports with you. Chicago Sports here on ESPN 1000 on a Sunday morning. Jesse Rogers, Mark Sander. We're on Twitch today, twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago if you want to watch us. Yeah, let's uh, let's continue on with the Bears and, and the Bulls for that matter. Um, well, first of all, actually I actually want to get your, your take now. We're a week away. It feels like 
It does, it, you know, the extra week of football. It, it does feel like everything's happening later than normal. It does. It does. That maybe, maybe with this seventeen-game schedule, they should only have one week between. Because I'm ready. I'm ready for the for the Super Bowl. I am you too. Know, it's I, like I, another week, really. Leading leading up to this weekend, I thought we have had action-packed football. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. And then it's this big lull. This I wonder weekend. if they'll re- reconsider that with the 17-week season. Let's just do one week between the championship game and the Super Bowl. Anyway. It will be an 18-week season before they yeah, get right. rid of that yeah, probably. week in between. What, uh, what, what you can, week to go, so you're allowed to change your mind who you're leaning towards. Man, I like Burrow. I like Burrow and the Bengals. I'm telling you, the, the momentum's pretty crazy. Now, I called for them to get uh, uh, that first win in the playoffs. And then, I, you know what, I was not confident against the Chiefs. But I'll tell you something, that kid... And, and I mean, their whole plan against Mahomes and the Chiefs, pretty impressive. So the whatever they did at halftime was amazing. The momentum, I think, is uh, I, I think they've just got too much momentum. I think yeah, Cincinnati. I think this, it, it'll the, be close, though. I think those are good points. And I was about to say, in, in terms of a betting interest, I'd probably take Cincinnati. Was it like four points or something? Is it four right now? I, something I like that. Yeah, like four, four and a half. Yeah. It's been moving a little bit. I mean, it, it's not like the Rams are, are blowing people away. They play tight games as well. May as well take the four. Obviously, Rams could could easily cover that. It's like it could go either way. But but I'm with you. Like if you don't believe in Burrow and, and that team now, they survived that big sack game. You know when they he got sacked a million times. Nine they won that times. Game. Nine. And times. Then they survived getting getting down on the road at Kansas City. Like they're obviously you have more than just Joe the Joe Burrow yeah. aura. They've right. got a team and. Look, Ramsey versus Jamar Chase is going to be fun to watch. I don't think you can hold Chase down much. They won last week without Chase doing much. T. Higgins was the guy on offense. Um, even Boyd didn't do a lot. So, and, and mix. I mean, it was amazing that they won that game. Uh, I'm with you. I, I don't think I would bet against Cincinnati, and I, I certainly would take the points if I was, yep. and maybe even pick them to win. Yeah, I think it's that close. The Rams are loaded. It could be their year. They're at home. All that jazz, right. like that. That's sort of the you could you can easily make a case for the Rams. You know, you have to make it, a little. You have to work a little bit harder to make a case for the Bengals, but not much harder. You know, not to short sell the 49ers, but I thought the Rams would handle them a little easier than they did. A lot did. of people did. A lot of people. You know, did. and and I think it's coupled with that and what the Bengals have been able to do, or just kind of speak to me that it is definitely Burrow and the Bengals. What's interesting to me is. Two teams that don't know each other very well. You saw the Niners and Rams. However, that the outcome was, it's based on. It starts with they know each other so sure. well. The Bengals and Chiefs have ju- had just played a couple weeks. They knew each other well. Here, it, it it feels like the old AL versus NL when they've never met, and you know, it, it does. It, it's like who who does that favor? Um, I don't know. Maybe now, I don't now, know. Remember but the Rams you have to are factor their, that in that they don't know each other. The Rams are at their home stadium, which is isn't that the first time that's happened? No, last year was the first time. The, the, the oh, that's right, that's right. So now it's back yeah. to back years. Yeah, which is Although really, technically really Cincinnati is the home team for this game. Did you see that? The AFC is the home it, team. It goes oh, yeah, back and yeah. forth, and, and technically it's. The I don't AFC's even know why they even bother. Why, yeah, why, why even say that? Why not? <laughs> right. Just a neutral field. It's all for the coin toss. Yeah, well, that's true. Whatever. Beyond the coin toss, it doesn't. Have a coin toss to determine who gets to pick the coin toss, um, but uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Are we in the minority, like in the Bengals? I, I don't know. I, I don't I think mean, so. I think there are a lot of Bengal the believers would now. say we're the, in we're in the minority. Yeah, probably, probably. But mm-hmm. I think I, I think people are sensing the Bengals and what they've been able to do. It's a, certainly a story and the momentum. Yeah. 
312-332-3776 if you want to jump in. Yeah, we're talking about the Bulls. It's it, certainly exciting. They've uh, they won against the Pacers, taking on the 76ers this afternoon. Levine is questionable, as is Kobe, uh, Kobe White. White. Yeah, but they've been winning with guys in and See, out of and the lineup. That's the thing too. Now this is a different. With Philadelphia is seventeen and ten on the road. They're legit. Right, right. They've lost two in a row, so probably a little. You know, ornery. and we had that skid, and, and it was nothing to get too excited about because again, we've been dealing with injuries. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, the defensive skid, specialist is out, Caruso. The skid coincided with the injuries. You saw the two blowouts at home even. I mean, like I said, Derek Jones went down in that first minute against the Nets, and then Levine goes down really in the first minute against Golden builders. State. Yeah. <laughs> but they have proven they can win through those injuries. Now, this is a step up in class when you, you play Philadelphia if you're not at full strength. But Philly's not at full strength, I don't believe. Some of their role players are out. Um I want to see how they guard Embiid, but I want to go back to Vooch. And and uh, are you in agreement with me? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Vooch down low, great. Vooch outside, not so great. Just leave him down there, and uh, you know you, you got to get some defense out of him. But if he's scoring thirty six a game, I'll, I don't care what he does on the other end of the court. But stay down low. I agreed. And there have been times where he hasn't played up to his size. No. Consistently. No. And that's what he needs to do, and that's where he needs to focus. Yeah, I do not like him shooting from three, even though once in a while he'll hit a few. I mean, all the all the big guys can shoot from three these days. Right. But I, I like But that's the, a good point. You know, if he's outside and he hits a three, that does not mean you're going to be hot all game. So only take him when they're really obvious. Otherwise, get down low. Yeah, I said this before. Uh, one, I think the best decision maker in terms of shooting on that team is Lonzo Ball. Uh, I love, I like, I want Vooch to have that right. kind of decision making when that's it comes a, to his... And that's a big miss that we were oh, yeah. suffering through as well. For sure. Right I mean, it's amazing. To be able to hang where we are. Four, four, we're fourth? We're within, right. what, in the East? No, we're first in the East. First. Oh, I'm sorry, you said. Oh. Four games separate the top six teams. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Right. Four, okay. t- yeah. four games separ- uh, separate the top six. And, um, uh, the the um, so it's tight. Obviously. The the 76ers, I think, are two behind the Bulls. Okay, so it's a it's okay. a two two game yep, swing yep, today. Yep, yep. But the Bulls, I mean, it's amazing. The Bulls, you know, once in a while, their percentage points ahead of the Heat. But you know, once in a while, they've dropped down to two or whatever. Then they're right back to right, number right, one. Right, 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 right. And the Nets are a mess right but see, now. That's the thing. You're a game or two from being in third or fourth yes. place because it is so tight. Yes, and and so it's not a dominating first. Place. And it's just goofy how it's all going to pan out. I mean, you're just going to in the playoffs. I mean, there's going to be no easy road. But if the Nets are like a six seed because of these injuries, but then get healthy, I mean, they're going to be the most dangerous six seed in the history right. of the of the Eastern Conference. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's about timing. And uh, when are we supposed to get Ball back? I, uh, Tyler, you that, are that that's that's injury, was, uh, injury expert. Six to eight weeks, I want to say maybe been about two weeks ago. Okay. All right, so four. And then Caruso's out even further, right? Longer. And, and then should you, be. And then what you want is, so six to eight would put us where? At about, or, you know, around March or a little bit later. That's, that's enough time. You want... You want almost a month or whatever it is. I don't know. When do the playoffs start these days? You want about a month or so with a full squad to gel again. Um, But like I said, they came together pretty quickly with this new team. So I don't think they need a lot of time to remember how how they play together. But you want a a couple weeks at least heading into the playoffs. Oh, no doubt. Being healthy and getting that rotation the right way. 312-332-3776. 312-332-3776. Take your phone calls. We'll, we'll end up talking about baseball and the non-action and uh, maybe get your, uh, 
get your pulse on uh, how frustrated you are that uh, February is here. And no sign of baseball. They've called for a mediator. We'll talk to Jesse and see what that really means. And, uh, you know, again. You should be the mediator. Yeah. And we'll get it done. Yeah, you me? Just walk in there? Yeah. Just put the, like a Three Stooges <laughs> skit. Just line them all up and do you, the, do you the and, slap across. You and Fred. Yeah, yeah, it'd be all right. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I would, I would have fun doing that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Rogers. It's Xander. This is ESPN One Thousand.